Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. There's a lot of everyday things we don't understand, but we use them anyway, fully entrusting our lives to them. Like electricity. I tried to get my dad, who's an electrician, to explain it one time. He tried, but he ended up just saying, you flip the switch and it turns on. That's all you need to know. And that's true. Our lack of knowledge of how it works doesn't keep us from flipping the switch or from dreading storms that make the electricity go out because we know that without electricity, our lives practically come to a standstill. And how about airplanes? Most of us couldn't tell you how they work, but we pay hundreds of dollars to put our lives into their hands to fly us wherever we want to go, don't we? The hymn, I Know Whom I Have Believed, lists lots of things that we don't understand about God and how he works. The first verse basically says, I don't know why God would want to claim me, an unworthy sinner, for his own. The second verse says, I don't know how saving faith really works and how I got peace because I believed. The third verse says, I don't understand how the Holy Spirit works, bringing people to Jesus through the word and creating faith. These things don't really make sense. In the fourth verse, the writer says, we don't know when the Lord is coming again or what that will be like. Sure, we look forward to it, but we don't know how it will come about. There's a lot about the Christian life we don't know and can't really understand. But as the chorus of the hymn says, we have one thing we can be sure about, and that's part of 2 Timothy 1.12. I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. But that's only part of the verse. Paul was in prison toward the end of his life. This was one of the last letters he wrote. He knew he was facing what was probably his last days. And we know from church history, at some point he was beheaded in Rome, possibly soon after he wrote this. So naturally, he was looking back over his life as a preacher, apostle, and teacher of the gospel. Then this verse says, For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed unto him until that day. Now, Paul never got rich off of preaching. In fact, he mostly got beaten, imprisoned, and run out of town because of his obedience to Christ. But he had invested in people, loving them, serving them, teaching them. Even this letter is part of his mentorship of Timothy. He had invested heavily in the kingdom of God. He'd really taken Jesus' advice seriously. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. He had laid up treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust corrupt, nor thieves break in and steal. I'll have to say I've sung this hymn all my life, and I don't think I ever really understood this verse until I read a commentary on it recently that said, God weaves our investments into his harvest in his time. Only eternity will measure the fruit God will bring from your spiritual investments in people around you. 
God can be trusted with whatever you invest in his kingdom. Now, my parents invest in stocks. Every day for years, they've called in to see how their stocks have done the day before. They can chart the progress of their investment or lack thereof. Now, we can't do that with our spiritual investments. We give money to missions, but we don't physically see what God does with it. We plant seeds of the gospel, but we have no idea how God will grow and multiply those seeds. We volunteer our time to help out at church, but we don't necessarily see tangible results. Even this podcast, I have no idea who's listening and what a difference it makes in people's lives. But I've been obedient to take what God has taught me and send it out. It's up to Him to multiply it and use it in such a way that it will grow His kingdom. And I won't know until I get to heaven what He's done with it. But I know whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that He is able to keep that which I've committed unto Him against that day. I know my investment is worth it. What have you been investing with God? Do you get discouraged if you don't see tangible results? Then maybe you can remember this hymn and be confident of him whom you trust investing what you give him so that when you arrive in heaven, you will see the results. You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.